Marla, and you're listening to Royalty. This week on the show, my friend Kate Rodman is here. She's a very talented stage and screen actress. You probably last saw her on the show for All Mankind, and she's also a very cute dog mama to Monty. Kate and I were talking before and thought that maybe her mom had had bigger plans for her, like maybe she was trying to marry her off to a prince. So we decided to sit down and talk about Prince William, how we think we would do if we were part of the royal family. And then we got really brave and decided we would just rewrite fairy tales. Hope you enjoy the show. Hi, Kate. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm so excited to record with you. (laughs) Well, first things first, did you have a princess or a peasant moment this week? Um, nothing in particular, no moment, but I thought about this question because I've heard your podcast. And I know that you ask this. <laughs> I just, I just feel like in the most down to earth way possible, I always feel like I'm having a princess moment. Like I just, I love where I live. I love the situation. I love what I'm doing. I love my friends. <laughs> like, and I just feel very like, you know, what could, definitely not one of those uh, when people do hashtag doesn't get better than this. Like, of course it can, but. But you're grateful. Yeah, I'm grateful. Feels pretty good. That's like the most California answer I've ever had on the show. <laughs> I'm a New Yorker and New Yorkers are not known for answers like this, but I fit in better here. Totally. You have defied all of the stereotypes. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Well, I'll be on the other side of it because this past week I have been doing taxes and dealing with car insurance. And part of me thinks like it would be kind of nice to never have to deal with finances. Like royals don't carry money. And I'm like, how lovely would it be for somebody to just take care of all that and not have to worry about tax time? But, you know, one day you could get an accountant. (laughs) (laughs) Some people don't worry about it. So you're telling me this is a self-imposed peasant moment. (laughs) No, maybe, maybe for now, but maybe something to look forward to is one day, He'll be like, you know what? I don't have the time for this. That's and right. then you pay somebody who made their life's work having the time for this. This is very true. <laughs> Did you grow up knowing who the royal family was? Um, not exactly. Like I, I guess I, I knew that I knew that in England there was a monarchy for sure, but I didn't know. I don't believe that I knew who any of them were. Um, one of my earliest memories about anything with the royal family is that uh, when my family was in Cape Cod for the summer, everybody was having dinner and I was watching TV and I'm the one who saw in the news that Princess Di was killed. And oh, wow. I told my family and they were all like, you don't, what? like." Up. and I'm like I'm serious and I didn't really and I 
I tell you this because I remember that I didn't really know who she was. That was kind of like the beginning. And I was pretty, I don't know how young I was. I don't know what year it was, but I would say like sixth or seventh grade-ish. It's so interesting because you're the second person who has mentioned that the Princess Diana or like the death of Princess Diana was how they came to know the monarchy. Oh, yeah. Um, special guest appearance by Monty. <laughs> <laughs> and he knew them too. <laughs> uh, I'm, so I'm Canadian. So the monarchy is kind of a big deal to like my grandmother and that sort of thing. I'm curious if like the queen or any of that, or even Princess Diana would have been a big deal to your grandmother or your mom or your dad. Uh, my mom is definitely a Princess Diana fan. Uh, she's had a lot to say about disagreeing with the comparison with her to Megan. Um, <laughs> And she just, yeah, my mom, I would say is definitely a fan. And I didn't know that when I announced the death, but I've come to learn that. So I'm not positive about my grandparents, but definitely my mom. My uncle Michael also has, my uncle also has um, a princess die like magnet on his fridge. Wow. It's amazing. Like Princess Diana really... I feel like she broke America. Like she kind of was the she one that there and like held babies with AIDS when people were like, you shouldn't go near, you know, there was so much misinformation and to see a young mother who I think it was very known how much she loved her children. So to see her hug, you know, it, it's like, she wouldn't have done that if there was any risk. Yeah. And so that I think that was really huge. I think that that had that has a lot to do with why Americans really like her. Like that was a huge American moment. Yeah, I actually never thought about that before. It did a lot for people with AIDS and people who loved people with AIDS. Yeah, it like broke the stigma. Why do you think, because I've been asked this a few times having the podcast and talking to people from England and they're like, why do Americans like the Royals? Why are they obsessed? And why do you think it is? I mean, part of it is probably just that we don't have that here. And it's kind of, it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, you know, most of my information comes from The Crown, the Netflix show. I feel like at this point, everybody's information comes from this. <laughs> yeah. So it seems like they, like they're very, like they're just a symbol, but yet, they're very, they're a very important symbol, but then also they're real people who are like living in a castle and have everything at their disposal. And we kind of have that in a way with, you know, with different big rich families that are well known. I guess they're, maybe they're kind of like that, but we're fascinated with those people here too. Oh yeah, totally. Into a world. Yeah, and I think, and with the wealthy families, we don't pay for them though. I'm curious, like, I don't think a royal family could survive in America because they wouldn't want to, I mean, that's why they broke away. They didn't want to pay for the king. Wait, what do you mean they didn't want to pay for the king? Well, they came over and, um, well, well, you've seen Hamilton. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. 
they didn't want to have to pay taxes to the king, so they wanted to become a republic. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I forgot that that's exactly how it works. I mean, I do. I think they're fascinating. They live in a castle. They live right? in like a lot of different castles. They have lots of castles. It's the pomp and the circ like all of the pomp and circumstance around them. There's nothing comparable. No, they, they, and they really wear those outfits. They really wear a crown and, and the feathered capes. I know it's just for certain occasions, but on those occasions, they really do. And like, that's why, are you serious? Like, don't they feel silly? Aren't they embarrassed? No, they're not. And Would you be embarrassed? If I, I mean, no, I guess not. I'd probably just really like it. <laughs> That. that's so funny because I also think it has to do with like as a kid you grow up what hearing fairy tales and seeing like the little mermaid and beauty and the beast and Cinderella and sleeping beauty and even like what's the Anne Hathaway movie oh yeah I it's like one of my faves. I don't know what it's called though. Princess Diaries. Yeah, I was like, it's something real obvious, like princess. <laughs> yeah, the Princess Diaries, where she's so she's a normal girl and then finds out she's a princess. Right. So there's this whole, I almost think there's like this weird American dream woven into it. Like you can be anything, just a regular person can be a princess. But you can. Grace Kelly did it, Meghan Markle did it. Right. I guess there's a great American history of actresses marrying princes. Yeah. And my mom thought that I was going to marry Prince William. Really? I, I believe that she genuinely thought that that could be. Do you and think no she timed her pregnancy to have you around the same time? <laughs> I didn't, but now I wonder. Is she angry that he married another Kate? <laughs> probably, probably, yeah. And that Kate like kind of looks like me. It's true. I've been told. I wouldn't have come to the conclusion on my own, but it has been mentioned, <laughs> you know? So do you remember the first time your mom might've like broached this idea? I think it, it was a, it was when he married Kate. So I watched the royal wedding at work at the time I, I taught, um, I worked at a place with a, ugh, I worked in a play, like a day center uh, with adults with disabilities. And we all watched it. So like a hundred people, clients and staff watching it. And it was so, oh man, I loved her dress. And like, it was so cool. So I'm, around that time I like mentioned to my mom the royal oh we watched the royal wedding and she says like like daydreaming like you know I always thought you might have married the prince I was like what <laughs> and I I think she genuinely just thought like you know I mean my mom just sees big things for me which is great I love that about your mom <laughs> that's one of them yeah she's very matter of fact and she thought that but you know he was a lot better looking back then Ew. he's um yes he he really peaked there for a while yeah he really peaked 
You kind of have a glow down. <laughs> I am imagining your mother like thinking of ways to introduce you to. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, uh, I'm going to have this baby. We're going to go to London on a summer vacation. And, you know, maybe she'll like stumble into him. I mean, she sent me abroad to London in college. She did? Yeah, I had nothing to do with it. I went through a winter semester in London. I had nothing to do with it. It was just something that was happening for me. But it was like my college winter semester. I didn't care if I went or didn't go. I had nothing. Like, I can't stress that enough. My parents arranged this. You had an arranged outing to London and your mom thought, oh my gosh, she really was trying to set you up with the prince. I never put it together until this second. She might have had motive. Were you, did you go to school anywhere near where he went to school? No, I don't think so. Because you were right in London, right? I was in London, yeah. And it was only a two-week winter session. Okay. But we traveled around a little bit. She was just like putting you in fate's way. Yeah, I can't think of another reason why that would have Oh my God, I love this. I love that your mom was actively trying to set you up with William. And it was before Kate. It was in 2001. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. My mom really wishes the best. I hope she doesn't listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sure unless you send it to her, your mom isn't actively trolling this podcast. (laughs) She knows I'm on it because I talk to her all the time. She's that's, excited doing something today. That's amazing. So knowing what you know now, like after the interview, watching The Crown, seeing documentaries, mm-hmm. do you think had you met William, that would have been a good life? I mean, it's hard to say. Like, so Kate seems to be dealing with it perfectly fine, right? Some people do, some people don't. Do you Um, think you could have? I think so. (laughs) Yeah, because I understand. So we see it with with, uh, some difficulties that Megan's having through no faults of her own. And then on the crown, we see it with Diana kind of big time. But you also see it with Prince Philip. It seems like... It, it almost seems like everybody's surprised of like what marrying into the royal family comes with. Because Prince Philip on the crown is always putting up a fuss about this or that. And, and it also seems like everybody blames the queen when it's very clear that she barely has a say in things. She's just doing what the crown wants or as I learned from the Oprah interview, what the firm wants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I think that it's just kind of like It seems like almost like a very the grass is greener situation. Like, but you get all of all of this, you know, like when celebrities are like, oh, my kid got paparazzi. It's like, yeah, but like, what else did your kid get? (laughs) Right. I never thought about that. Like, there's the good part. Blessed. I think like, too, there's got to be something. It's like when you get anything. You have an idea of what it's going to be like. And then the reality of it can be a little bit different. Yeah, but 
I don't know. It's just like he's having none of it. She's like, you're fine. Of course, you have to like watch what you do and what you say. You're very much in the public eye, but you can also ride horses and travel around the world and probably do almost whatever you want to, with the extent of to the extent of certain freedoms. That I don't know. I just feel it. I feel like if you're following the rules and you're not doing anything crazy like maybe you can't go out to the pub but like you could probably invite like your nine friends over and be served alcohol (laughs) in the parlor room you know like I'm (laughs) like I can't and I'm such a homebody like I can't imagine caring that I haven't talked to my friend in a week you know I wonder if that's the difference. Like if you're, it's like a personality thing. If you're a homebody and fine with like entertaining at home and having quiet nights, if it makes it easier compared to like Megan seemed like she went out a lot or I don't know. Yeah, like there was a part in the interview. I don't want to say anything bad about her, but there was a part in the interview where she said she missed her friends. She wanted to go out and they were like, you can't because you're all over the tabloids right now. And she found that so unfair, but- like, I wonder if she asked if they could come over. Right. You know? Or, I don't know. It just sounds like she just got, she was very lonely and it was very sad. But, you know, I'm sure they could have worked around it. Right. Look, I am like a massive Megan fan. I think the listeners know that. I defend her no matter what. Yeah. Um, But there was one part of the interview that I found sort of hard to believe. And I was like, did this just get edited weird? Or did you, like when she was talking about not knowing the Royals or not knowing much about Harry, I'm like, I don't know how you could have missed. Like he was all over the papers when he was playing strip poker in Vegas and for like the Nazi costume. And I understand And maybe what she meant is like, she didn't know who he actually was because like, those are circumstances. Yeah. But I was like, I find it hard to believe that you didn't know anything about the royal family. Well, I have read in so many sources and not seeking it out, but just talking about Megan, that she was a big Diana fan. So that interview completely contradicted all of that. Like, also like did he like I don't know like to what extent do you need to not know to be shocked at certain things and I don't know if she was just like watching her words because I mean look no matter what she said they were gonna tear her apart yeah yeah she was in a rock and a hard place like um but like had she said like, yeah, I knew, but like the reality is totally different. Yeah. I would have totally bought that because like, I don't know about you, but I don't meet anybody without Googling them. Yeah. Well, she knew that she was like, as far as I've read, one of her friends was friends with him and said like, she knew he was the prince. It's not like it was one of those things where like at the end of the movie, you're just like, <laughs> you know, it's like a Roman holiday. She knew. And also, I don't know. I I like her. I don't want to say anything bad, but I can't imagine. 
like I might have felt the way she did if if I was meet if he's like oh you're gonna meet my grandmother do you know how to curse it you like really but then it's like oh of course yeah I can see what she meant by like I didn't think it happened behind closed doors because sometimes even like I yeah I know I should have but then part of me is like oh well maybe that's written in because it's more interesting and fun and cool like um I think sometimes I'm, I could see that being a thing that I didn't see coming because I think sometimes formalities confuse me even like when somebody insists on being called Mr. or Mrs. or like, weird. do you know what I mean? Like that sort of yeah. thing always like takes me aback. So like maybe the curtsy would have thrown me off though. I do love that story of Fergie teaching her. I that, love it. Yeah, it's cute. That's delightful. Was. <laughs> Yeah, that was adorable. But it, and it's also like so fair. Like she didn't know how to curtsy. Like that's okay. Like nobody in America has curtsied since like ballet class. I would like to think I could have just gone with the flow and be like, "Bye, family. Talk to you never." <laughs> like I'm a princess now. <laughs> you know, that's the best part. Is like being a random American marrying into the royal family and getting to like fly your friends in and your family. That's so cool. I feel like you would have lived it up had you married William. Yeah. Like, what do you think your day-to-day existence would be like? Oh my God. It would have been so exciting to have a wedding with him and have to have to call all my Americans up, all my American ladies up and be like, by the way, buy a hat. I don't care how ridiculous it looks. They're going to be like, really? Like a hat? Yeah. Go all out. Peacock feathers. We're British now. That would have been so fun. I mean, horseback riding, hikes, spa days. You know, it goes like anything. I can't, I could go, you could go wherever you want, probably to an extent. Where do I go now? You know? I mean, it's COVID, so nowhere, but. <laughs> Even before that, it's like if I went, if I got a private jet to a beautiful beach in Australia once, it's like, well, I haven't had that in this life ever. And then one time I asked and they're like, no, you can't because you were in the tabloids this week. I'd be like, okay, that's fair. Because <laughs> I went last week, <laughs> you know? Somebody bring me tea every day. Oh my God. One of the things I love in the crown is that people literally dress them. So like the queen and Philip will be having a conversation as somebody's taking unbuttoning her blouse. And like, sure, I could do that. I think it's- You'd like that? Yeah, and I, and, and I would do either. Like I, it's not above me to be the dresser either. Oh, so you would, would you work at the um, palace if you could? No, but, okay. but maybe, for, but like for, if a, for a day, sure. I wouldn't like go to London to work at the palace in my life now. It wouldn't make sense for me, <laughs> but you know, I think it's funny that there's like a costume person Oh, yeah. And she's like, the queen is best friends almost with her dresser. Yeah, her lady in waiting, right? Yeah. That's so fun. What a title. 
yeah. basically just been a personal assistant, which I've been. And I like it. <laughs> I really enjoyed being a personal assistant in LA. I feel like every actor in LA has been a personal assistant <laughs> at some point. It's like the main flexible job. And then you get to meet people, get a taste of what it'll be like, you know? <laughs> I love that. I miss that as well. Um, you've mentioned horseback riding twice in this interview. Do you horseback ride? Yeah. I don't think I realized that. I, I mean, I go when I can. I don't go regularly any, anymore. I grew up doing it. But now here I'll go to like Griffith Park sometime. Wait a second. So your mom also had you in horseback riding classes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> How are you not putting together that your mom was fully princess training you? Yeah. And I and in, and ballet, like all the dance. So I knew how to curtsy. Okay. So you went to dance class. You yeah. were taking horseback riding lessons. Did you ever take etiquette classes or anything? No, okay. but I would have, I would have been into it. Like I, I definitely sipped my tea with my pinky out as a child. And I'm not exactly sure where I got that from. Your mother. Um, yeah. You like would have been something I was into. Like I used to like play etiquette class and walk around with a book on my head and stuff. You did? Where did you get that idea from? I don't know. Now I'm thinking it must have been my mom. I have so many questions for your mom. Like I, do you remember in The Crown when Princess Diana says she always had a feeling like she had to keep herself pure or something along those lines mm -hmm. or clean or whatever it is? I feel like your mom was like, had a plan from the beginning. She had the feeling and was like, I need to keep her perfect. We're going to yeah. like book on head, uh, horseback riding, dance class. We're doing very, this. very, very polite. I still am, but it's because of how I was taught. Are you, are you like now reviewing this thinking, oh my God, my mother's disappointed I didn't become a princess? <laughs> it's so silly, but it's probably true. I mean, I feel like it crossed my grandmother's mind too. Do you know what I mean? You want the best for your for your children and your grandchildren. Yeah. And that seems like they have everything they need if you marry into royal. I don't think I would do well in the royal family. No? No. I, I think it would be too much pressure. What kind of pressure, though? Like a pressure to be perfect, to like not say the wrong thing or look perfect or like I see them as being very like neat and tidy and I see myself as being kind of messy <laughs> but they but they edit it like like you go out and you're just like oh I'm just gonna say this and now somebody's like oh I don't think that you should say that your royal highness I think that you should say this and then you're just like oh okay and that makes you look good I guess. I just, I think it would be so difficult. I just don't think I would do well. Very interesting. I, I think I would crack under the pressure. Do you think the crown will even go near the Meghan Markle story or do you think they'll keep it pre? Yeah, I don't know. 
it's feels like that's like we're getting so modern that it's almost like all too close to home like I wonder I guess next season is going to be the divorce but then yeah but then anything after that it's like well there I mean I don't know I guess all of them are I guess most of them are still like alive but at least for most of them it was like 50 years ago most of the royal family like the crowns like yeah for the younger generation it's almost like too soon I mean I think people were even thinking some of the Diana stuff was too soon not for me I love that that me neither I liked it too (laughs) season four is where it got so good for me and now it's like there's it's all Diana there's that movie with Kristen Stewart coming out She's playing Diana. Do you think yeah. she'll do a good job as Diana? I don't know. I I'm so curious. But she looks good. I've seen a couple pictures and it's like uncanny. I think she's a really good actress, but I haven't I haven't seen her in like such great roles. And this I hope that they gave it to her because she's doing a great job. In a weird way, they have a lot in common. Like I, Kristen Stewart and Diana, hot take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, think about it. They both, totally different reasons, but both came into the public eye around the same age. Yeah. Did not handle it well. Mm-hmm. Are incredibly like introverted in a way. That's true. But want to connect with people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think in some ways, like, Kristen Stewart actually has a lot to bring. <laughs> yeah, she could do it. I hope it's going to be great. And then if it's really, really great, it'll be great for her career because it's probably going to be her breakout role unless I'm just missing thinking of something. But I mean, Twilight. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but Twilight sucked, right? <laughs> like, that's that's what I mean. Like, that's how I fear in that. And then the, um, I mean, I don't want to talk shit about Kristen Stewart, like, I respect her. Um, so curious, do you think it was a mistake for Meghan and Harry to leave the royal family? It seems like from the interview that they almost had to. Like yeah. they were so pushed out. Originally, before watching the interview, the only person I talked to about it was my mom. Because <laughs> like not a fan. And so she had me thinking, saying like, like, yeah, what, like, oh, they want to be out of the public eye. So they're going to do all these interviews about why it was so bad, but they're going to take all this money and just like live over here and not have a job and just, but um, yeah, then I watched the interview and it seems like it really wasn't much of a choice. Like Megan said that when she married Harry, she fully planned that that was her life now. She wasn't acting anymore. She was a member of the firm. And uh, it sounds like she was pushed out. Like it was so horrible. Do you think they're going to be okay? Yeah, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. Especially because like now they're out. So what's the real, they're out. They did this interview that kind of cleared their name a little bit. Like, for example, like, it was really 
cool to hear that um, all this stuff, the headlines about them catching the queen off guard. And he was like, no, we didn't. And actually I wrote a detailed list about the step-by-step -step departure. So it's like, okay, like I think they'll be fine. I feel like they cleared their name. They live in Santa Barbara. He's running a tech company. <laughs> I know, right? I can't believe, it's so weird. Can you imagine like, there are people out there and Harry's your boss. And they're not like cut off. Like they clearly have a lot of money. They're getting it somehow. Totally. I, I, it still blows my mind. Like Terry, it blows my mind that Harry is like a tech executive. Like that's what he always wanted to do. And he just wasn't allowed. It's a regular... American dream story. You I mean, leave being a prince and work for Silicon Valley. It's every Disney movie. Like, it's every, like, well, what if I don't want to be a princess anymore? And we're watching it. Like, girl, are you crazy? <laughs> You're a princess. <laughs> that is what they all say. Like, life outside the castle. Jasmine says it. Ariel says it. So we've like, we've had it all wrong. Prince Harry is actually the like Disney fairy tale of escaping from the castle. I want to be a prince. He wants to be a tech executive. <laughs> he's like, he's like, mom, mom, look at this new computer thing that I did. And she's just like, Harry, please put that away. Come on. But mom, look, I designed this, like this code. Harry, come on, come ride your horse. You're a put on your crown. What if I don't want to be a prince anymore? Like, that is probably what happened. Probably exactly like that. <laughs> so Megan got her, like, Disney princess story. It's just, like, had it been a Disney movie, we would have cut after the wedding. So one and done, that's a happy ending. And then that's when Prince Harry's story starts. He's like, and he escapes. This is his ticket out. Megan was his ticket out the whole time. I think so too. Everyone's like, poor Harry, poor Harry. I'm like, Harry's fine. Harry had choices. <laughs> yeah, he could do whatever he wants to do. Yeah. He is. Like, he is. Like, how do you leave being a prince and now you run a tech place? He didn't, <laughs> oh, Monty. He didn't work his way up. No. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Kate. It was so fun to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me. This was really, really fun. I'm glad we figured out together my mom's life motive for me. I know. I, we solved the mystery of your mom and you marrying a prince. I also love that we rewrote the, uh, the Disney story. Yeah, yeah. It should have been the opposite. It's sexist anyway. We it is story of it we rewrote sexism today yeah. wow we're really taking strides <sighs> it's a great saturday yeah. <laughs> <All> right <laughs> And that's our show this week. If you enjoyed the show, you can leave a review because reviews really help people find our podcast. And until next week, stay royal. Stay royal.